0: Welcome to Divorce Etc., hosted by us, the ex-experts. We're here to give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Plus, we're asking a lot of the questions that you may not even think of or know to ask,
1: but we know because we've lived it, so we get it. We're Jessica and TH. Welcome to today's podcast, everyone. We are happy to have Michelle with us today. She's been assisting her husband, Ken, who's a licensed insurance broker for the last 15 years. So she's the one who hears all the details, the good, bad, and ugly of everybody's <laughs> stories. Um, and um, they they sell all types of insurance. But today, we're really going to focus on health insurance, and we'll touch on some other types as well, but we're going to focus on health insurance because it's really important that you take care of that for yourself. So welcome to our podcast, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for having me. Hello. Um, I really think that health insurance is something we don't think much about until we need it or we lose it. And, right. Right? So, and we often take it take health insurance for granted because a lot of people may get it through their job. And they may not know the details of that and may not research uh, what it really means and what the details of it are. And we may only have one choice when we're getting it through a job. It's, uh, so, so we, don't, we get, don't get into the nitty gritty of it.
1: It's very overwhelming. And you and I spoke you know, several mm-hmm. weeks ago because I was thinking of you know, looking for insurance for myself. And in the end, Michelle you know, showed me that to stay where I was was really my best option right now. But as soon as there's a lot of fine print and more than one page to read and language you don't understand, you kind of need someone like Michelle and her husband to hold your hand and kind of put it into real English so <laughs> you can understand what, you, what is covered and what isn't covered. So why is yes. this print so complicated?
2: I just think it's one of those things that you don't think about on a daily basis. You only think about it when you have to go to the doctor and then maybe you come up with a question about your deductible or your copay and what's a copay and what's co-insurance and I think you mostly take for granted the cost of it because you don't really have to deal with that unless you lose your job or or have another life event like a divorce. Um, so you start to then look into what is a premium payment and a premium payment is something you pay every single month. It's the cost of the insurance. And certainly you don't always know the full cost of the premium when you get it through your employer, because the employer usually contributes. Right. And and then if you're forced to go and pay that premium yourself now, You have to pay the whole boat, and it's a lot more than you would think it is. So, Michelle,
0: just really quickly to back up for a second, um, because I think that a lot of people listening who are in the circumstances of um, being, you know, starting to get divorced or or have just gotten divorced, is the is the initial option, Cobra, and can you explain what that exactly is? Because I think a lot of people don't know because they've maybe been getting their insurance through their spouse. And then they hear the words Cobra. And I think that a lot of people just don't know what that is. So, so what does you're exactly, Cobra
2: stand for? What does Cobra oh, even mean? You know, the actual, I forget what the lettering stands for. What it means, Cobra was created for when people lose their jobs. That was mostly what it was created for. That you would be able to, it's, it's, a, it's a continuation. The first word is definitely continuation. It's a continuation of your current plan. Usually you utilize Cobra when you lose your job and you're no longer at that that place of employment and you have that option. And that option is offered to you when you lose your job and in the case of a divorce, um, and in both of those instances, you are entitled to it up to 18 months. When it's a large company, it is referred to as Cobra. When it is a small company, that has group benefits, as long as they have a defined group benefit plan, they are, then it's called state continuation or state extension. All of those things are essentially the same. It means that you will be continuing on the current plan that you're on, still technically through your employer, you will just now pay the employer directly Or in some Mm -hmm. cases you pay a Cobra company. I think TH, you're paying a Cobra company.
1: I'm paying my employer. It goes back. Oh, you're paying your (laughs) employer. Okay. originally hired me. I lost my job in May Mm -hmm. and I've been collecting Cobra. And I remember when I was working at my job, I was like, God, this insurance stinks. They're not covering anything. And then once you took me through all my options and how much it's going to cost, I'm like, I'm staying
2: with the plan I've got. <laughs> right, you think, I mean, right. Unbelievable you, you, how limiting your options are. I think your options are limiting no matter what. Unfortunately, like we live in the state of New Jersey. Oh, sorry guys, I'm getting a phone call. Um, we live in the state of New Jersey and in the state of New Jersey, if you do not have insurance through your employer, then you have to get it through individual. There are only three insurance companies to choose from and all of the plans are in network in New Jersey only. They're very, very limiting. Right. right. So again, when you come from a job that has group benefits, you can't compare group benefits to individual. The individual are cookie cutter plans. If you go through a group, that group can design with someone like my husband, Ken, oh, we want this deductible and we want these co pays and we'll choose this for our dental. And and they, and they plan it out and they have choices and they have many more insurance companies to choose from. Not too many more, but more. And it ends up being a better, richer plan. You don't get that in individual. So again, when you get a divorce or you lose your job, you have two choices. You go on your Cobra or you go to individual health insurance, which is how I would come into, someone like me would come into the picture. I could explore how I did with UTH, the the options of individual insurance. But one thing I wanna just, go ahead. Oh, go go ahead. ahead, no, go ahead. One thing I just wanna say about COBRA, state extension, state continuation, whatever it may be, whatever is in your divorce agreement is how the payments are made. Some do, I've I've spoken to many many divorces and all agreements are different. Some benefits end the day you get divorced and the payments thereafter, whether they're on cobra or not, are the responsibility of let's just use a, a, the woman that got divorced. And but some 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 divorce agreements I've heard of you know they'll pay the first six months after the divorce, and then the payments go back on the spouse. Um, but no matter what it is, the amount that is paid is the full amount of the insurance and something you may not have known prior to that point, how much that insurance really was because your employer was contributing.
0: So Michelle for for different, you mentioned that you live in New Jersey, that you're based in New Jersey. So I'm in New York and obviously there are people in different kinds of States. So I have a couple of questions. I mean, the first is If someone were to reach out to someone like you, um, is it state specific? Like, would I need to talk to someone who's already based in New York for them to be able to give me options in New York? And then, and so that would apply to any state. And then the other thing is that I um, was hoping you could briefly touch on is talking to people about the benefits and downsides of a higher deductible. Because again, Mm -hmm. I think that for people who really have never dealt with insurance before, if their spouse was always the one who was getting it through their company, um, I've had both high and low deductible. I, I totally understand mm-hmm. there are pros and cons to each, but it would be great to kind of lay that out a little bit in layman's terms for people to understand.
2: Yeah. So first of all, yes, every, all insurance is state-based. I, we cannot sell insurance. We sell group plans in a state like New York because we border New York. So my husband did get licensed to sell group, but we do not, we did not get licensed to sell individual in New uh, New York. So we only sell individual in New Jersey. And because the plans are so cookie cutter and they are state-based, they are mostly, most states, not all, are strictly in network in that state only. Mm -hmm. It does vary. Some states have better plans, but that's the way it works in New Jersey. And as far as um, deductibles, it's a really good question because I think that's where a lot of people uh, get lost with it all. Again, in the state of New Jersey, we have three insurance carriers. Uh, We have AmeriHealth, uh, Horizon, and Oscar. And with each of those carriers, there's three levels. There's bronze, silver, and gold. At a bronze level, you have a lower premium every month, but you have a higher deductible, usually around $3,000. And that means that you're going to pay more out of your pocket. There are no copays until you reach that $3,000 deductible. And when I say you pay out of your pocket, again, you must stay in network. So now you're visiting an in-network doctor or specialist, and you don't pay them upfront when you have a high deductible plan. You show them your card and they'll see that you have a high deductible plan. At that point, they don't require any money. They submit the claim on your behalf to your insurance company. And then you get an explanation of benefits that shows what the doctor charged, what the discount is, and what your responsibility is for that visit. It's unfortunately, it is not a specific percentage. It is an agreed upon amount. So it's nothing that I can give anyone upfront knowledge of, and you can't call the insurance company and say, if I go to this doctor and they charge $150, how much will I pay? Okay. It's an agreed upon amount. Okay. No, but but it's crazy. I agree. Everything
1: else, we know the numbers. I feel like insurance is so sneaky.
2: It can be, it can feel like that, but all I can tell you, we have personally been on high deductible plans for over 25 years and we've been selling them 15, 20, 25 years. If you are not a person who needs to go to the doctor on a regular basis and you start to understand the idea of a high deductible plan and that you don't pay at the doctor, I have personally never been shocked at what I've been charged for whatever procedure or test or visit, because it was always less than what the doctor charged. It's reasonable and customary because that's what they have to charge. And I would say it's been my experience that people are a little uncomfortable with with high deductible plans because you have to keep track of everything. You've got to keep track of the explanation of benefits. You've got to keep track of your bills. You don't pay a bill until you match it up to the explanation of benefits and they need to match up and then you can pay the bill. People say, oh, I got, I got a $5,000 bill. I said, well, did you pay it? And if they say yes, I say, no, 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 you don't pay it. You don't pay it until you get the explanation of what that charge is all about. So it can be uncomfortable for some people. Yeah. But when you then go up to that higher premium on a silver or a gold plan, you know, with some individuals, it could be a four dollars to $500 difference per month Right. And if premium. you're not going
0: to the, if you're really just, if you're healthy enough and you're going, basically for your checkups, it might not be worth it right. to you, but then you could get, it could hit you in the ass later if so, all of a sudden something comes up
2: Yes, it's all it's sudden, all about the it's all the about risk. the unknown, the right. what if, and it is a little bit of risk, and you that's when you have to look at your maximum out of pocket. And if your maximum out of pocket is eight thousand or eight eight, you know, eighty five hundred, you know there's a hospitalization, you may be paying that 8550, but that's your worst case scenario. Um the the, the, the silver and the gold plans are just so much more money and I usually do recommend them for people who visit the doctor on a regular basis. And a lot of people who have younger children uh, do choose the silver plan. The gold plans are extremely overpriced and they just give you, again, another, um, uh, it's a much higher premium, but it is a lower deductible and a lower copay. And you- the only other thing I wanted to say about it before I forget is that think because you brought up a primary care physician visit Mm -hmm. women get no matter what plan you choose high deductible low deductible it doesn't matter every single plan offers you a free checkup once per year with your primary care physician and and that would include all the blood work that they do in the office and then women can go to the OBGYN once a year for their checkup free of charge and mammogram I believe it's over 40 now I'm not I'm not I think it's 40 that the mammograms start and those are covered
0: so that so in New Jersey so New Jersey specifically technically you get free, two free appointments per year because you get your primary and you get your gynecologist
2: yes for yes, women yes
0: is that nationwide or just New Jersey
2: I I believe since the Affordable Care Act came out I do believe it's across the country the free um, the preventative care the preventative care checkup the well visit.
1: That brings me to something else that Michelle and I talked about. As I was looking at the plans, I finally got in with this fantastic primary care physician who I'm 100% going to. And also I have doctors in New York City who are also gonna be a part of my life. And all the plans that Michelle was giving me don't have any coverage for out-of-state doctors. Right. So already that, you know, so so there are a lot of different places to kind of start from. So you know, high deductible versus, you know, high premium, but also if you, you know, are really um, committed to your doctors and that's who you want in your future, then you need to consider that when you're looking at your plan too, because there's no way I can go to those doctors and not have insurance contribute 100%. to them. Right,
2: right. So,
0: so just to be clear for people listening, if you, whatever plan you're on, if you have an, an in-network only plan, then your out-of-pocket maximum only applies to those in-network doctors. If you voluntarily choose to go to a doctor out of network, you are 100% paying out of your own pocket and it is not applied to your deductible at all. Is that correct?
2: Correct. Because When you have a plan that is strictly in-network, that means you have no out-of-network benefit. Some plans, when you get them through your employer especially, they offer in and out-of-network. And a lot of times, you'll have an in-network deductible and an out-of-network deductible. In this case, if you choose an individual plan in the state of New Jersey, you will be responsible for any doctor that you go to out-of-network, and it will not go towards your deductible So, if you go out of
0: Talk to us a little bit about, uh, I don't know what you you would call them, kind of like the add-ons. So, you know, not every plan comes with um, like dental or eye care, you know, things like that. So again, I think that people don't necessarily think about all of these things. They think, oh, you're going to go to the eye doctor and that's going to be like a normal part of it. So can you give us an idea? And again, I know that you're in New Jersey, but for people anywhere, sort of how the industry works with regards to that.
2: Again, with individual uh, coverage, you those things are add-ons. They are not included. And again, they are strictly in-network in New Jersey only for our state, and uh, they can cost anywhere from $20 to $50 extra per month for those services, uh, each, you know, 20, or 30, $20 to $50 for eye care, $20 to $50 for uh, dental. And again, they're, they're in. you have to then use in-network dentists and uh, optometrists or eye care places.
0: You know, it's really funny. I just want to say to anyone listening, like it's really important when it comes to those things, specifically, I guess, the add-ons to really like find out from your dentist and possibly your eye doctor, depending on how often you go, because just listening to that. So for example, for me, for the dentist that I go to, I think generally my regular standard visits without x-rays and stuff, like just a cleaning, I think it's $200. So for me, if I was paying an extra $20 per month for dental insurance, it's not even worth it for me to get the dental insurance because it costs less money for me to just go and have the cleaning than it would for the insurance.
2: That's right. Yeah. And I guess it only would come in because I, I, you know, we, we personally um, choose not to get dental insurance for that very reason. It just isn't worth it. We'd rather pay out of our pockets when we, you know, we go for our six months cleaning because it isn't worth it. And our doctors were not in, in the network. And that is actually a very important um, point of the research where we come in that we can be very helpful on. When I work with a client, I will research all of their doctors, their dentists, their optometrists, their eye care places, whatever they want. And I make sure that those doctors are in the network that works best for them. You know, if if they think they want the horizon product, but then I go and do the research and their doctors are not in there, we look for another plan. And, and or they try to find a doctor that they like that is in the plan. And it's very important to continue to understand. I get phone calls from people all the time. Can you check this doctor for me? Because they feel more comfortable having someone else do it. And that's exactly what we do. We make sure that you are stepping foot in an office that is going to take your insurance.
1: So I have a few questions. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one is you know, these doctors are in groups now, right? So there's yes. a astro practice in Englewood, New Jersey, with all these doctors. Generally, are all those doctors participating in all the same insurance, or do you really need to dig deeper to the individual doctor, not just the practice?
2: We always look at the doctor specifically. It is for the most part common for all doctors within a practice to take the same insurance. It is possible that they do not what they will do sometimes is they will then uh, charge you under a different doctor's name. You may see a different doctor's name on your insurance claim, your explanation of benefits, because that doctor participates. And that's fine. They do do that because not all of them will put in that application or that agreement with the insurance company. Right. and But we when we do the research, we look specifically at the doctor that the person is asking us to research. If I am not sure, or if that person, that doctor is not coming up, I will call the office and verify. And if that also... It is so important, and that Mm -hmm. also is not always easy. The front desk doesn't necessarily know all of the insurance companies that are participating. It is not easy to get in touch with the billing person, but it's something that we do. It's something that we really, really try to help our clients find out before they purchase the insurance.
1: So also when you and I spoke a few weeks ago, we talked about really things that women in particular should know
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and or whoever's not employed in the relationship that's soon to be a divorced relationship so that you know what your rights are as far as insurance is concerned. So, I mean, I was working, but if I wasn't working, what are the things that you would tell me that I need to know if I'm going through the process of divorce?
2: So the, the most important thing to know is that you are entitled to COBRA or state extension or state continuation through your spouse's employer. And like I said before, the agreement as far as the payment of the premium, which will be the full premium, is is determined in your divorce agreement. Um, the, The most important thing is to decide at that moment whether or not you're going to utilize that COBRA. Because if you choose to go on COBRA you cannot just come off of it because you think it's now too expensive. The only time you can come off of it is during open enrollment, which is right now during November and December of every single year. Again, that's how it is in the state of New Jersey. Uh, the, um, I have had quite a few people call me and say, oh, I, I really wanted to stay on COBRA, but now it's too expensive. Can I just stop paying it? That is not what we call a qualifying event qualifying event is not that it's too expensive. You are experiencing the qualifying event when you get divorced. Divorce is a qualifying event. So at that point is when you have to make the decision. So you make the decision to stay on the COBRA or go to individual insurance, which is what what we've been talking about, what I sell.
1: And that's also assuming your spouse is employed. What if my ex wasn't employed and I wasn't employed at the time of divorce, what are your options?
2: To go to individual insurance. Okay, okay. Yeah, the so individual I'm insurance gonna... is specifically for people who don't get insurance through an employer.
1: Okay, so I would need to know that with, during my process, I need to I need to know that I'm entitled to insurance because he's working yes. and so now I'm allowed to go on COBRA that goes along with the coverage that we have had that year, that calendar year Mm -hmm. as a family.
2: Yes, and and you are entitled to that for 18 months.
1: And then what I also did in my agreement is that he has my children as his dependents. They -hmm. are not mine. So COBRA was just for me, not for my children. That's, That's
2: the most typical.
1: And then up to what age for your children? Are they covered under co or under you know your ex husband or ex wife's the parents insurance? Yeah, age twenty six, and that's across the country or Jersey.
2: Uh, I think it's across the country. I think so too. I think it was again. I think that was part of the Affordable Care Act. Yeah, so do I. So do I.
1: Can you explain what what is healthcare.gov because I've been getting that and then Affordable Care Act like. Where does that even come into all of this? How do you even get that? So
2: Affordable, Affordable Care Act was what people refer to as Obamacare. He set forth uh, requirements that health insurance had to have certain things like kids could stay on until age 26 or pre-existing conditions shouldn't inf- impact whether or not you are able to obtain insurance. Healthcare.gov is a place where you can go to sign up for individual insurance if you don't have insurance, and you can also obtain a subsidy if you qualify. When you go on healthcare.gov, again, it's the same rules as what I'm talking about. It's all individual insurance. It's insurance that you get when you don't get insurance from an employer. So the same rules apply. You cannot just get it when you want. You have to have a qualifying event, such as divorce, the birth of a child, Uh, losing your job um, and those qualifying events or your COBRA is ending, those events qualify you to now come on an individual insurance plan.
1: So my, I think last question is, if you got a job or you're looking for a job, you want to make sure they have good insurance. Absolutely. That you're describing here. So if you're in the middle of a divorce and you're looking for a new job, Michelle has just outlined the things that you need to be aware of, you know, high premium versus high deductible. Are your doctors on the plan? You know, are you willing to go to doctors that are in network and, and really you know, understand that process? So there's an opportunity to be on a plan if you get a job.
2: Right, you, you need to look at everything. Yeah, I really do. And and you need to educate yourself and ask questions. So
1: what are the biggest mistakes people make when looking at health insurance?
2: I think the biggest mistake they make is not looking at a doctor and making sure they're in network before they go. And then they'll get a bill and the bill will indicate that they went to an out of network doctor. And then they're responsible for that bill if they don't have out of network benefits. I think it's the biggest mistake that people make. And I understand that everyone wants freedom to go wherever they want. I, I would like it too, yeah. but it's just not the way it works. It's you have to stay within the confines of your plan. And if you don't, there's really nothing that can be done at that point. It's it's about like anything else. I think it's about educating yourself mm-hmm. and researching and, and knowing what you have. I do really think that it's something people just pay for every single month, and they don't really take a look at it, because most people get it through their employer, and the employer contributes, so they're, it doesn't really impact... And, not necessarily and it's mostly a taken out of your <laughs> paycheck. So it's like, you don't even That's see what I, it.
0: It's like, you don't- You, you don't
2: even write the check. Yeah, checks, you're not so even- You don't really think about, about it. it.
0: Totally, totally. You don't, and
2: I, th- like anything else, something that you are either contributing for or paying for it, you need to research and understand what you have.
0: A hundred percent. Well, this is—I mean—we have so many more questions for you. I feel like we're going to have to have you back for more. But this has <laughs> been so enlightening. It's such important information. Everybody out there needs to have health, have health insurance of some kind, and you need to understand what your options are. So, Michelle, for people out there who are listening, who happen to be from New Jersey, if anybody wants to reach out to you directly, what are the best ways for them to find you?
2: I think our email is the is the easiest way. It's customer service at kjcbenefitsolutions.com. Okay. And if you email me, yeah, if you email me, I will, uh, I will email you right back. I can actually give you a quote through the email. If I just have your birthday and your zip code, and then we can discuss, I can email you the quote and we can discuss the quote and find out the best plan for you. Excellent. Great. Thank you so
0: much. Jersey, just know that there are people like Michelle near you. So it's always really helpful and beneficial to speak to someone who is an insurance expert that can direct you into the right
1: places. So, wait, I'm sorry. One more quick question Is there a charge?
2: You know what? I was just going to say that too. I think that's what's so important to understand. There is no charge. We get compensated through the insurance company. So it's only to your benefit to use a broker because then you have someone that you can just pick up the phone and call or email personally and get answers.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. All right. Amazing. Thank you so much, Michelle, for bringing all this to the X experts community. We'll talk to you next time.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks so much for listening to Divorce Etc. with The X experts We really hope this episode was helpful for you in getting information you need and feeling empowered to get through it. And always remember there are so many of us just like you. Now please hit the subscribe button so you always get new episodes and please rate and review us. You can also check out our website filled with free resources at xexperts.com. Follow us on social on Instagram and Facebook. And send us an email to let us know your thoughts or any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about.
1: See you next time.